are here we make change to your life in every way we expand on your mind so you're never the same the apprentice Hi, this is Dexter and Tanya Scott, and welcome to The Upgrader Show. We believe your life deserves an upgrade. Let's live our best lives now. Does your school, church, government agency, corporation, or organization need leadership, communication, and team building training? Then contact The Upgraders. We specialize in soft skills training, including emotional intelligence, influencing styles, and mindset development. We will help you create the environment that your organization needs. Email us at info at theupgraders.com. Again, that's info at theupgraders.com. You're listening to Upgrade Your Life, and we're your hosts, Dexter and Dr. Tanya. Yes, we're All having right. a good time today, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, are. we? we're having a great, having a great I time. I am loving, loving this. Such a needed conversation. Yeah. You know, and it, it makes me think about, I have a new book coming out. Okay. And it is so eloquently titled, <laughs> She Decided to Love Herself. All right. I, oh, like the, I like the title. It's a movement. It's a movement indeed. You guys, y'all stay connected now because you, your wife, <laughs> yeah. your your mom, your sister, they're all going to need this book. She Decided to Love Herself. So, yeah. stay, stay tuned. Yeah. So what do they, what do they at least contact you to... Maybe get on a waiting list or something or something like that. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, um, I would say what you would need to do is go to my site, Tanya Joiner Scott dot com, and then join my waiting list right there so that you could be alerted about when the book actually comes out. That's Tanya Joiner Scott dot com. All right, that's cool. All right, now look, let's get back into this. Okay, so right before right before the break, you were talking about. We were talking about intimacy being one of the things that causes a marriage not to thrive, just the discussion of it. And you were making a good point about that. I I was fleshing out the fact that most men, you know, find it a challenge because their wives don't want to be as intimate as they do. Yeah. So, and, and the yeah. thing that was just kind of coming to my mind was for women, a lot of times for us, intimacy begins before the bedroom. And, okay, and yeah. even while there, you know, it's a matter of that time spent and not just getting into, you know, right. the grind part right. or what have you. So, <laughs> so that right there is just really key to understand, I think, for our brothers out there. You yeah. know, intimacy begins before the bedroom. You know, it's that phone you. call. You right. know, it's like you said, helping cleaning up the kitchen. Those are things that are just really noticed, you know, by our sisters and saying, you know, he loves me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I, I, know. I feel that. And, and even in our marriage, I, I definitely know when you're feeling, you know, feeling good, everything seems to be running well. But I also know that when you're stressed and those kinds of things. So, and I try to help with that. So as you guys are listening to us, we're just going through talking about how to have a thriving marriage, but we're covering some of the things that will cause it not to thrive. So the first one was communication. The second one was intimacy. So the third one, this is a, this is also a very big one is fault finding. Now, I don't know if we ever, I know even in our research, we've never seen it listed as that, mm -hmm. but fault finding is big. So define it then. Let's define what is fault finding. Okay. What is fault finding in a marriage? How would you define that? Well, it's like not just not taking ownership of something that 
did go wrong mm-hmm. or could potentially go wrong. You know, like, uh, you know, I, I was lit really strict on bedtimes when the kids were younger, mm-hmm. right? So I'm there running around. Like, let's say I'm out of the house, for example. I'm, I run to the store or something, and I'm like, they know that their bedtime is at 9 o'clock. You know, mm-hmm. and I run out and I'm coming back in at 930 and they're still up watching television. <laughs> so I walk in and I'm like, what? Why are you still up? You know that you're and I'm looking at you like Tanya. Why, why did you say anything about it? you know that they're you know, you know, their bedtime is at night. Why? why, why you know, so I'm like geared up because I'm like, that's not being followed. The rules that I set of bedtime hasn't been followed. Them not knowing they could get away with it because you're not going to say anything. That, that's that's an example. And but that just that upset you too. Yeah, it is. It's fine. Like okay, instead of just coming in with a whole different kids. Now you know it's bedtime. You know you should have been in bed. So just just go upstairs and go to bed and not not be angry about it. Right. Because it did agitate me. It did. It really did. That's just one thing that. I just felt like, okay, you're disrespecting the, the rules of the house. <laughs> and I allowed it. Yeah, and mom allowed it, yeah. So, so so the fault finding in marriage, it was against me mm-hmm. for not doing something right. right. So for how not, do we fix that? Um, you, you know what? It goes back to number one, communication. Because mm-hmm. see, oh, all right, this is, this is, oh, this is really big. Because, you know, what we talked about, I bring who I was and am to a marriage. Mm-hmm. You bring who you was and am to a marriage. Mm-hmm. So in my household growing up, my parents could have been really strict on going to bed on time. Mm-hmm. Your parents could have said, hey, you know, it's cool. You know, if you, you're a little laxed about it, it's totally fine. But at the end of the day, we all want them to have just a good night, good night's rest. Right. That's that's, that's what it boils down that, to. So communication. Communication indeed. And, and what you just said too, that kind of goes into, it's a big thing that we even teach about a shared pool of meaning. Uh, when yeah. everyone, in, in any, any time there's a conflict, and this is something that I've said for a lot, a lot of years, in any disagreement, everybody's right and everybody's wrong in Mm -hmm. any disagreement and it has much to do with what's going on in your mind and what's going on in theirs, but they don't know what's in your mind and you don't know what's in theirs. But if, when you begin to talk and even finding that commonality, like what do we both want? What is it that we both want out of this? When that happens, then that's when you actually find yourself, you know, coming to agreement because there's understanding. So even to what you just said, Dexter is, is very, very true. Um, things could be different from my perspective, you know, and it's a matter of talking about it first, asking some questions before just kind of going in on the other individual. Right. That's, that's very good. So it, given this, given this example that we're using now, so, and as it relates to communication, so understand, and that's what we was talking about with, uh, when, when two people get married, you, you don't reveal everything. How could you possibly reveal well, everything? Yeah, you don't know So to. you test, yeah, it's a process and you're, you're literally testing things. So it's like, okay, baby, it's cool that I would prefer that the kids go to bed on time, but if they're a little bit later, it's fine. But let's, let's be a united front as it relates to them mm-hmm. that you need to have your butt in the bed, you know, by a certain <laughs> time. So that, and see that way it's more comfortable for both of us. Right. Yeah. Which, which I think is really cool. So it is, it is. It's so yeah. much, it's so much to say. My mind is just going, 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 going. 
you know, and so forth. But it is, again, like you said, it goes back to effective communication and it's sometimes you, it's okay to bend when, when, as I listen to you, here's the thing that really sticks out for me. And it goes back to the point of you being you at the altar and me being me. Mm-hmm. And those two came together and become one. So now this one is a mix of both sides. Mm-hmm. How will that one come together? How will that one work together? And one of the things that I would say to you often, I remember us hearing this very early in our marriage. It was a bishop. Uh, but hearing even how, and I don't know, I guess it's something, for, we, there's hurt on both sides. But I remember him talking about husbands loving that hurt out of her. Oh, my. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. I do. I remember And that. that right there was really good for me and you because I've said before, you know, <laughs> you said, and, and that's the thing too. Who did you say I do to? Because they're there, you're in love, and you said, I do to that whole person. You said, I do to their past. You said, I do to their generational blessings as well as their generational curses. You said, I do to all of that. (laughs) So now that you have, and it begins to come up, this is the for better, for worse part. Mm -hmm. When it begins, begins to arise, now what? Do you run? Or are you there planted saying, okay, bae, what's going on? And this right here goes a little bit deeper, but on the real, that's what I had to do. It was a matter of me coming to a place of finding out and figuring out, identifying what would have me taking things so personally? Mm-hmm, because right. when you would say something to me or be in a conversation or you came with that example of why aren't they in bed? Mm-hmm. My mind then process, I can't get anything right. Okay, I continue good. to do things wrong. I mean, come on, can we be real on tonight? That's good. So that I'm times. just sitting here listening. I'm like, gosh, I remember these days, but it's because I carried that. Now it goes back to what? communication because instead of me I can communicate I never get anything right and you like what do you mean why are you saying that doesn't that makes no sense at all and then I'm like you're not understanding me I mean come on now the enemy just sitting back tapping his toe laughing smiling ready (laughs) want to bring it to an end all that kind of stuff because he knew that Dex and Tanya were going to be on WDRB media that's right and he didn't want us talking about anything like this that would bring restoration to people's marriages see that's that's what he wanted. But when we really sat down and it was a matter of like, let me listen. So let me talk to my ladies out there. Anybody who can relate to anything that I'm saying, even in this moment, it was just a point of calming down, getting to a place of knowing how not to take things personally mm-hmm expressing myself and how I feel. I need you to know it's okay to feel. Don't ever think that you shouldn't feel. Yes, you should. But then my husband, you then did what for me? Well, just, yeah, just by listening to what you were saying. That's what I did. I listened, which is what we talked about earlier. Don't talk. Just listen. Just listen. Yeah, just listen. So, so I can, I think I can sum it up with this. Mm-hmm. Well, just a little bit okay. is this house, our house is not my mom and dad's house. <laughs> our house is not your mom and dad's house. Mm-hmm. Our house is our house. Mm-hmm. And we set the rules. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had to learn. And by you saying uh, the communication part of listening, 
I think really merges very well. Yeah. So we hope, I mean, we, we do hope you guys are getting a lot out of this. So look, you know what? Let's, let's hop into the next one, which is support. Okay. Now guys, we, so Tanya and I, we, we've been entrepreneurs more, uh, a lot of our marriage, right? And we've dealt with a lot of people. Uh, a lot of couples come to us. A lot of people come to us. We've had sidebar conversations. We've had inboxes. We've had so much stuff over these last 21 years of people talking about our marriage. And a big one is support. And that's where, uh, for our entrepreneurs out there, that's where either the husband is an entrepreneur and the wife works a traditional job or the wife is an entrepreneur and the husband works a traditional job. We've had a lot of conversations with people saying now, and, and really it's been mostly wives mm-hmm. that have talked to us that said, that's true. My husband Very is true. not supporting me. Mm-hmm. That's a big one, especially mm-hmm. for the entrepreneurs out there. We, that's definitely has to be discussed. Why is that? Do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, and I'm just speaking from a man's perspective. I, I, I guess it's because, you know, as men, we're driven to be, and I use the term breadwinner loosely. Okay. Because I am not intimidated by the fact you earn more money than I do. Mm-hmm. So bre- breadwinner in the sense, in the old sense, mm-hmm. I believe is outdated. So maybe it's more so in these time fr- in this time frame, is that I still <laughs> want to be the provider. So I'm internally dealing with the fact that I work a traditional job. I am providing for my family, but my wife has this thing that she's doing. And that thing might be bringing in more money than my provision. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, it's a layered answer. Because I don't know specifically where men may be pinpointed. You know? It makes me think about two things. One, it makes me think about my our brother mm-hmm. when when his when his wife came in with her business and he was like or and he was like, Go ahead, babe, that's cute. Go ahead, go ahead, make your go ahead with your cute go business. Go ahead with your little cute business. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> And then she came in, you know, she worked, you know, hey, some things take a little bit of time. He had done one before, and now I'm doing a new one. And she came in, I believe that check was like $5,000. Yeah, it was five grand. $5,000. Yep. And he said, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. And he walked over there and he said, He grabbed, he said, Let me see some papers and let me read about this company. He sat down and started reading. And now they, they, were, they are in business together. And have earned multiple, multiple million dollars. But it took him actually seeing that, you yeah, know, and did. realizing. But, you know, his thing was never, I don't want you to make more money than me. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was just like, oh, that's not going to be much. Yeah, that's just something. Because of the mindset, you know, right. it's just a matter of thinking a particular way. Yeah. So, so guys, I know you're laughing listening to this, but there's, there's, there's a lot of layers to this. And I know insecurity is one of them. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that it's one yeah. because I've had some sidebar conversations where you could tell that, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just how it is. All right, y'all. So after the break, we're going to continue our discussion on what makes a thriving marriage. The upgraders. The upgraders. 